Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. Today, I'm joined by Brian Bolkowski, founder of Aerospike. Welcome, Brian. How's it going? Hi, Allison. It's going great today. So, Brian, this is the first time that I believe Aerospike has been on Chip Chat. Can you provide a background on the company and the focus of your company in the market today? Sure. Aerospike is a database company, first and foremost. And as a database and data service company, we created a ground-up platform for storing and retrieving data because we believed that operational databases, that's the database that's directly connected to your customer experience in the time and place of the internet that we now all live in, we believed that databases for the internet world and internet scale hadn't really been invested in. At the time, in 2008 when we started the project and 2010 when we did our initial deployments with large-scale customers, we realized that hardware optimizations, specifically at the time around flash, which is to say NAND storage, were going to be crucial to making a really exciting value proposition. So we created a ground-up database. It's open source. It's not specific to any particular kind of flash. And it can be used on the public cloud. It can be used in your own data center. With that very specific focus on providing massively high-scale performance over large data sets, we were very, very excited when Intel came to us a number of years ago about what is now Optane DC persistent memory. With the kind of background that we all had at Aerospike in creating new data structures and doing optimizations around flash-based storage, we looked very excitedly at what is now persistent memory and created some great solutions for our customer base. What differentiates what Aerospike has been delivering to the market from some traditional approaches in terms of management of data? So what Aerospike did was said, when you're dealing with an operational database, when you're tying an internet experience to a back-end data source, you really need to work with and want to work with much larger data sets than had been done in the past. So where we saw in the late aughts that folks were using things like MySQL to create web experiences or more powerful databases like traditional Oracle or DB2, the real future was in creating terabytes of terabytes of data and billions of rows of data, often taking in, in real time, the sensors of billions of experiences per day and mixing that in. So we saw a need for a database that was heavily read-write and capable of hundreds of thousands to millions of transactions per second because what we saw was that's what the Internet's about. If you want to do a recommendation engine, if you want to have a very large, broad catalog as part of a retailer, if you were building an anti-fraud engine for a credit card system, if you have built a very large telco, one of Aerospike's customers is a company called Airtel, one of the largest telcos in the world out of India, and they have the problem where they need revenue assurance, but they also have a customer base of about 300 million subscribers, and each one of those has an app that allows them to see the current state of their network, allows them to see their cell towers, etc. Very rich kind of customer experience. In order to do that kind of moment-by-moment experience, you really need a new class of databases. 
What's also happened as part of this is the rise of AI. What it turns out AI needs is not a huge amount of SQL-based queries. It really needs key value approach where an individual AI model is going out and looking for individual sensor values and timelines and can consume a massive amount of data, which is to say tens of terabytes, hundreds of terabytes online in real time. So with Aerospike, you've got a clustered database, it's highly reliable, it's a truly consistent database, and yet it's no SQL database. It doesn't have the requirement of supporting big relational joins. Those are great for data warehouses and large-scale analytics. It's really about giving architects inside companies a tool to say, well, if I'm going to create a much richer customer experience or user experience than my competitors, what's the database I'm going to reach for? I can't really reach for a RAM-based database because of the problems in scale. And yet, if I reach for a traditional database, I know I'm not going to get the speed and performance that's going to wow and delight my users. You've been working a long time with the Intel team around planning for the introduction of Optane DC persistent memory into the market and ensuring that Aerospike is fully optimized for this technology. Why has this been such a priority for you? So when Aerospike started to do flash optimizations with NAND chips, you could buy 128 gigabyte drives. Our first deployment in 2011 was on 400 gigabyte drives. Nowadays, most Aerospike deployments are on at least three terabyte, if not six terabyte drives, and there are 20 terabyte drives out in the marketplace. Part of the benefit of Aerospike is that we use DRAM-based indexing techniques and simply put the bulk of the data in Flash. So with Flash now up into the six terabytes, eight terabytes, 20 terabytes per drive, being able to put 12 drives in a chassis or being able to get instances on the public cloud that have five, eight terabytes attached, the amount of RAM just becomes larger and larger. And so we did a lot of work at Aerospike to minimize RAM use. We have the most efficient RAM indexes of any of the NoSQLs that we've ever found. Still, with the success of NAND and scale, I was looking at that and said, we're going to run into problems. We're going to have systems with 100 terabytes of NAND, and we're going to need, say, 5 to 10 tera of DRAM, even with Aerospike's efficient indexes, simply to satisfy that. So I started thinking about how to solve that problem, and right around when I was looking at another level of efficiency for Aerospike's DRAM indexes, Intel came along with the ideas behind Optane DC persistent memory, and I realized it was a great solution to put Aerospike's indexes specifically, and that would allow us to really satisfy this level of scale and be able to index the 50 tera to 100 tera that you can now easily put in each individual machine and thus bring true petabyte scale at a lower cost to the folks who use Aerospike. Now, I know that you have talked about optimizing for Optane DC persistent memory, and the capacity is one of the benefits for the application, but you've also taken advantage of the persistence of the memory in terms of restart times. Can you talk about that? Sure. As an operational database, you really focus on primary key lookups, which also is called key value access patterns in NoSQL. So you need to have these indexes. Now, the traditional direction in rotational disk databases is to combine those indexes with your data on disk. 
which creates a lot of issues with consistency, correctness, corrupted databases. And for reliability reasons, we decided we didn't want to create you know, things like corrupted indexes and lost data. So what we did internally was we split out our indexing system and our data system in our code base. And so with that approach, then we could separate out and say, well, indexes, they're not your data. They could get thrown away on a restart and you would have to rebuild them. On the other hand, you have more data correctness. So paradoxically, we made indexes less persistent in order to make our system more reliable. And that has turned out to be a great strategy for Aerospike. However, there are still cases where you have to rebuild an index, and with a really large-scale system like I'm talking about, that still takes half an hour to an hour and a half if you really needed to completely shut down the machine for maintenance purposes. So in attacking that problem, DC persistent memory is absolutely a great solution. Instead of having to take hours to rebuild an index, we found that there was a 135 times improvement, which is to say it took a few seconds to reattach to the persistent index, to do a quick validation check to make sure it was still in sync with the storage, and then to be able to move forward with actually using it. So hours of restart have turned into seconds. When you looked at the persistent memory that Intel was delivering, how did you see an opportunity to deliver unique optimizations for this technology? A traditional in-memory database really uses RAM and simply puts all of the data in memory and pushes the writes out to some form of persistent storage, perhaps. And so when we saw persistent memory and the increase in scale of about 6x compared to DRAM, even though that's exciting, we believed that we could build a tiered storage solution where we could have a pure in-memory option, just like we always have. We also have our hybrid solution. With our hybrid solution, we can have indexes either in DRAM or persistent memory, and then we can go beyond things like, say, the six terabytes of scale that a persistent memory in-memory solution would provide. So we really dove deep into how persistent memory works and really how it would work with our indexing strategy to get a much higher level of scale, hundreds of terabytes, and really unlock what NAND offers. So the entire solution of thinking about it as a tiered solution and thinking of data as a tier, instead of simply saying, let's just take our DRAM solution and make it a persistent memory solution, that was really key for us to unlock a really higher level of scale that our customers were demanding. Now, I know, Brian, you announced late last year that you are optimized with your solution in market for Optane DC persistent memory. How can customers start taking advantage of this as soon as platforms enabled with Optane DC persistent memory start hitting the market now that the product is launched? Uh, we believe we're the first of the general purpose databases to support persistent memory. We've certainly seen some open source projects. However, we've gone through the minute and fine-grained testing that we do at Aerospike to make sure that this Aerospike's launch for persistent memory is a full general availability product. So we've validated on a number of manufacturers' hardware implementations and have great confidence that this is a solid, usable, production-ready system from a software perspective. In order for people to actually see the benefits of this, there's two main paths. 
We found some cloud providers now have beta instances out there. And that can be really a great fast path to being able to bring in and just try out this technology. So Google announced beta availability of some instances. Those were primarily targeted at the SAP in-memory database, but they can also be used for Aerospike. In that case, you'd have to reach out to Google and become part of the beta program, and then reach out to Aerospike and get a hold of a license key for our enterprise edition, and then start testing. In terms of the vendors who are rolling forward with their support, we're involved with both Dell and HP as partners who are bringing solutions to market for your own data center and are bringing forward chassis that support all of this. Well, thank you so much, Brian, for sharing this great story with us. We love the collaboration and love to see what you're doing in terms of creating new solutions that enable companies to extract the value from their data. One final question for you. Um, Where can folks go to engage with your team? So aerospike.com, A-E-R-O-S-P-I-K-E.com. You'll see a bunch of information about our product line. You'll see that there's an area under there to contact our teams to be able to find out more about persistent memory. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much, Allison. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization. 